Jets fans, it is uh, Hockey Eve once again. Obviously, Winnipeg is going to be playing the Dallas Stars in a rematch, which should be fun. I've had a couple of days off, and the Jets are getting ready for what should be a very big Central Division matchup and a chance to get a bit of revenge against Dallas, who kind of had their way with Winnipeg in the last uh, in the last matchup. But in the meantime, obviously, Winnipeg has some things to work out. And longer term, I was looking at some potential trade candidates. We'll talk about who the Jets might target to give reinforcements for this team heading into the rest of the season on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, just really love and appreciate your support. Now, on tonight's episode, uh, I thought I would take a very, very, very early, um, arguably premature look at at stocking up for this team and how the Jets might be able to work uh, the time before the trade deadline and the uh, NHL trade deadline itself. Obviously, um, you know, only a few games into the season, you know, it's it's hard to draw too, too many conclusions, but I think there were some things kind of carrying over from the offseason that we've already seen reflected in how the Jets have played uh, and certainly what happens when you lose like an early critical contributor like Nikolai Ehlers and some of the other players. So um, one thing that we've always said with this team, especially this season, is that the roster depth is not great. Uh, And internally, there aren't very many solutions. Obviously, the Jets have a pretty good stockpile of guys who can kind of slide into like a middle six or bottom six role. But if you're starting to look a, a little bit further up the roster, Obviously, the the solutions for players like Ehlers going down, well, they start to get a little bit on the thinner side. Uh, unfortunately, the Jets just don't have a lot of pop when it comes to uh, higher level scoring options. And so the Jets are going to have to think a little bit outside the box and maybe shop externally. And I think this year, um, you know, the start to the league has been pretty chaotic. There's been a lot of teams who are very much underperforming their early starts, uh, especially relative to expectations. There are some teams that are kind of about where we thought they might be. Um, And all of these teams have some interesting players that I think are worth kind of taking a look at and thinking about for uh, both this season and beyond. Because obviously the Jets, you know, I've I've advocated for thinking about um, extending Connor Hellebuck after the next couple of seasons. I think he can keep going. And with some of the young prospects that are filtering in for the Jets, uh, there's a good chance that Winnipeg can honestly start to strengthen with some really good established veterans right now who are on reasonable contracts and, you know, avoid the need to necessarily rebuild. Um, But, you know, obviously I don't know if the Jets are really interested in being aggressive on the trade market because that's just not really something that Chevy Dayoff has ever done. Uh, It's really unfortunate because I think Chevy has a lot of opportunities to fix this team 
and turn it into a really dangerous squad. But for one reason or another, um, as always, he tends to be very, uh, I, I wouldn't say passive, uh, maybe more cautious and reactive, which I think with how the league is moving and how the Jets have real opportunities this year, especially to to push for like a top three central division finish, you need to really make the most of these seasons, especially while you still have everyone under contract for the most part. So um, looking at the teams that are really struggling this year, there are a couple of candidates that I think are worth taking a look at. Now, not every one of these teams uh, are squads that I necessarily expect to keep struggling. Some teams like the Islanders are probably going to rebound at some point. Uh, I don't even think they're doing that badly in the standings. Um, but, you know, the, the Metro division and stuff like this, there are a lot of really big teams that are already kind of stumbling out of the gates. And I think this gives the Jets a, a really good opportunity to potentially bring in some reinforcements. But the first team we're going to look at is actually not in the Metro division. This one is a Western Conference friend. Um, this team apparently is like Jets 2.0 when you think about it, because they, uh, for some reason, have acquired half of Winnipeg's defense, uh, or rather former defense, I guess. And that is the Vancouver Canucks. Um, now, the, the Canucks are kind of in a strange spot these days. This is a team that is um, talking a lot about performance issues. It sounds like they have mixed feelings about how Bruce Boudreau has done. Uh, Jim Rutherford came out earlier yesterday and said something like, the team is is lacking serious structure, which is not a particularly ringing endorsement of Boudreau's job so far. But I don't know how much is really on Boudreau's shoulders and how much is this team's roster just kind of being not so great. But despite all of that, there are some really good players here uh, and some that are on really fair value contracts. Now, I think there are two that I have interest in. Uh, the first is Connor Garland, who signed for like another four years or so. Um, his contract runs until 25-26, which for the Jets is actually a pretty decent timeline. And he signed for just under $5 million per season. Garland, though, is worth, well, really every penny of that deal. He's an amazing playmaker, an extremely pesky player. I think in a lot of ways, he actually represents Bones hockey perfectly. He's aggressive on the forecheck. Uh, he's great at creating space. And he'll actually score you quite a few goals. He always seems to find those like really soft areas around the net that allows him to uh, pull off really dangerous scoring opportunities. And given the contract situation that he's in and given the cap situation for the Canucks, he seems like one of those guys that's definitely going to be um, on the outs. They've also got Bo Horvat, but I don't really care for Horvat as much. I think that he could be a solid like middle six center, but you know, at five and a half million for the, the season, um, whenever they would trade for him, it'd obviously be a prorated rate, but uh, all that said, I can't really say that I'm super interested there. I think Garland for me fits a more natural need. The Winnipeg right side uh, of their winger depth is really bad. Um, and Garland can actually slot in right into the top six immediately. Uh, he would be a really nice uh, either first line or second line winger. Obviously, I'd still give Ehlers the, the top deployment on that right side, regardless of which line you're slotting him in on. But Garland, uh, Carlin, or Connor Garland would be right there, uh, second in ice time. And I think he could be a really versatile threat and a player that you can use in almost all situations. Fantastic skater, really talented attacker. And the closest thing that I could think of, like in comparison, is like a versatile Brian Rust. So if you know me, I love Brian Rust. I think he's one of my favorite underrated uh, players in the league. Um, Garland kind of has a lot of those similar traits. And again, I think he plays a game in a way that the Jets would be really happy with. 
Now, the other player that might be worth taking a look at is Ethan Bear on the right side of the defense. Uh, Bear was claimed, I think, for free, basically. And I think the Jets could potentially get him uh, relatively inexpensively. I don't know that the Canucks would be asking for a lot. Bear would be a guy that I would track longer term for this Jets team. Uh, he is an RFA who expires after this season, but I think Bear has some really good long-term potential. He has shown that he's a really talented top four puck moving D, and if the Jets were maybe thinking about trying to do something with Neil Pionk, especially with Pionk really struggling over the last season or so, um, Bear would be a really value-priced option, and you know, obviously Bear has an amazing story. Uh, I'm very interested in him as a player and as a person, and I think he would really fit in with this team. I think he'd be a a fantastic addition to this blue line, and he brings a lot of good skill sets and puck-moving ability that, again, the Jets just don't have a ton of. So uh, I I think Winnipeg could really get a couple of great players from the Canucks, and Winnipeg has a lot of young futures and assets that could help the Canucks as they begin planning for their long-term rebuild process. So um, there's like a chance for a big win-win situation on both sides here. I think that there are some really natural congruencies and, you know, the Jets might honestly walk away with some really fantastic players without paying like a crazy, crazy premium, especially if they're doing a favor to the Canucks by taking off some of that salary. But of course, this isn't the only team that I want to take a look at. There are some Metro Division squads that I think are worth examining um, and maybe we'll get to another team beyond that after that. But before we go any further, I did want to shout out our friends and partners at BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your sports betting info, uh, stats, news, and analysis this year. They've got tons and tons of sports from professional and amateur leagues. Um, Of course, they've got college, you know, semi-pro, full pro, and it includes football, basketball, soccer, esports, hockey, whatever you're into, they've got you covered at BetOnline.net. I've personally seen Bundesliga football there, which is pretty crazy. I didn't really expect to, but, uh, you know, as a Borussia Dortmund fan, it was pretty cool to see. But, of course, you're probably interested in Winnipeg Jets betting lines. They've got those, and they've also got live scores and analysis from every single game, uh, whether it's historical, up until the present, or even some future predictions. If you love sports podcasts, you'll also be able to find those at betonline.net. They constantly give you tons of media and information so that you'll always make the most informed bets possible every single time. They really want to put power back in in the hands of the fans. They are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So if you're ready to get started, registering for a free account couldn't be easier. Just head on over to betonline.net on your laptop or mobile device to sign up right now because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We are, of course, taking a look at uh, potentially early shopping list for the Jets, maybe some players that Winnipeg might consider targeting in, in a couple of weeks or months as, you know, the trade deadline is around March 3rd or something like that. Um, you know, obviously several months away, but the Jets could kind of get a head start right now and do some early shopping because the roster does still need some help. And I think it would really help the Jets solidify uh, a top place here in the Central Division. Um, But before we go any further, I did want to shout out one of our other fantastic podcasts that I think is worth listening to. You should make your second listen of the day game to game from Locked On NHL. It features every moment, every top performance and every result uh, with our expert local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Again, you can follow uh, game to game on Locked On NHL. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. As always, free to subscribe. So check us out right now. 
circling back to the Jets, obviously Winnipeg has um, a number of teams that they're probably scouting. Apparently, like tons and tons of teams uh, have been attending Jets games recently, which is pretty neat. It does sound like Winnipeg's defense has been a subject of interest for a lot of teams looking to trade, but because Shovel Day Off is Shovel Day Off, hasn't really been uh, a major topic of discussion inside Winnipeg's front office, at least publicly. Um, they don't seem to be super interested in trading too many players, but you never know. Maybe they opt to make some moves. Honestly, I don't really expect to see the Jets doing a ton this year, um, but that doesn't stop us from hoping and dreaming and fantasizing about a couple of deals, uh, especially because there are some really cool prospects in the farm system that need to get some NHL reps, and that could potentially offer uh, less expensive options for the Jets and give them more flexibility to upgrade other parts of the roster. Now, one of the teams that uh, I, I think has a potentially interesting grouping here to work with, um, this is the New York Islanders. Now, the Islanders don't really have a ton of players that I would personally be super uh, interested in bringing in. Um, this team always kind of in the weird spot with the Metro division. Like usually they finish somewhere in like the middle of the pack. They make the wild card. They might win a round or two, but you sort of know that inevitably the Islanders are capped in terms of their ability to advance. Uh, this is not a team that has a ton of elite top end scoring this year. The team is playing very interesting. Uh, I guess pendulum swings of hockey. You have them at times playing really fast paced aggressive loose hockey and at other other times they kind of look like they have no idea what they're doing um this being lane lambert's first season as head coach you're going to expect some growth and some bumps and bruises but all that said i i do think that anthony beauvillier has been a player that i've expressed some interest in previously he's only got two years left he's just signed for a little over four million and while i don't think he's quite as good as garland is i think that there is a really nice finisher there uh he has generally been around a 35 to 45 point scorer uh, since joining this team. I, I think that he's very talented. And in Winnipeg, if you put him in Winnipeg's top six and on the power play, I could definitely see him hitting 50 plus points. I don't think that would be crazy to consider. Um, he's got a great shot, great release. He's got smart offensive instincts and he can play, uh, you know, in, in a couple of different spots. I don't know if he's played center recently. I, I think at one point he played that maybe in juniors or somewhere else, but um, Bavillier is primarily a left wing. So I think in that respect, you know, the Jets left side wingers, they're pretty solid. Um, but in terms of like finishing talent, the Jets definitely don't have a ton of that. So Bill would definitely be an upgrade there. I think that he would fit in nicely and he probably wouldn't be that expensive to acquire, especially because uh, you look at their cap situation and they really do need to shed salary. And with Beauvillier only having like two years total on his current contract, including this season, I think he would be a very good candidate for the Jets to scout for, um, I don't know, a second round pick or something. You might be able to get it for a little bit cheaper. Probably not as my guess, but um this is a guy who, you know, has brought really good talent over the years. I think he would slot in very naturally to how the Jets want to play. He's not going to bring a ton of great defensive impacts, but you're not really looking for that. You just want him to score you some points and, and do that efficiently. So I think in that respect, I think he could do a really good job. And, um, you know, the Jets, again, they really do need finishing talent. I think it would help them out in all situations. And Bo is kind of a naturally value priced option. Another team that has really struggled out of the gates and that probably wouldn't be looking to make too many departures 
um, with their roster, I, I think are the Washington Capitals. If anything, they're probably going to be trying to buy players because this is a team that's about to see half of the roster basically walk into free agency. Um, not not too many of these guys I'm expecting to come back necessarily. Uh, you know, this this Caps team is basically one step away from being at the rebuild process. But, you know, thanks to having Ovechkin and Oshie and Backstrom, uh, plus Kuzi still tied down for the, the foreseeable future, they want to try and push this as far as they can. Uh, but this team is really ailing. It's physically beat up this year. Um, and there are some players that I think are, are really worth looking at. But I think the one that I've circled on my list is Dylan Strom. I've talked about him before, before he even became a free agent that joined uh, the Caps. And he's already proven his value as a really good offensive center. He has scored quite a few points already. He's been as much of a stand-in for Nick Backstrom as he could possibly be. Obviously, you're not really expecting him to be as elite of a playmaker. Um, but I'm, I'm a big fan of his. I think he would give the Jets some really nice uh, scoring center depth. And it would let them kind of mess around with like Lowry and Gustafson. Now, it, it would potentially mean that Gustafson gets benched, which I wouldn't really be a fan of. Um, Strom might be the kind of player that the Jets look at if Dubois were to get traded or something. Uh, Strom would obviously not really be on the same level of PLD. Dubois has kind of been killing it this season, if I'm being honest. And, you know, you're not really going to replace his impact with a player like Strom, but I think Dylan can still do a pretty good job and be an effective scoring center. So yeah, an interesting player, a guy that I wouldn't uh, certainly would not mind acquiring, but I think, you know, like I said, if anything, Washington's probably, probably going to be trying to buy players, uh, especially with how many crazy injuries they have this year, they're banged up. So we'll keep an eye on how the caps are doing. Uh, this is a team that, you know, is really trying to stretch out as much of this competitive window to get Ovi his goals as possible. They've already won the cup. So at this point, the last thing is just helping him chase the record. And even if they kind of burn the team doing it, they'll probably still chase that anyways. Um, but of course, you know, there are a couple of other teams that are probably worth taking a look at. Uh, some teams that might have a player or two that are worth Winnipeg's time and consideration. But before we go any further, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off of their award-winning security system uh, so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind as we roll towards Christmas and beyond. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm recommending it. I think it's a great service. They have a lot of really cool tech that they give uh to you at the tips of your fingers because you've got a great phone app that gives you crystal clear HD security cam footage. They've got tons of high-tech sensors around your house to make sure that, you know, anything like break-ins, floods, fires, any of that, they can collect accurate evidence to determine what the actual situation is, whether they need to immediately respond with uh, first responders like police or firefighters, etc. They make sure that the detection st system is actually reporting accurate issues and emergencies. And again, they do this with 24-7 monitoring agents and uh, Simply Safe tech support staff who are constantly ensuring that your home is safe, whether you're at home or away. Their patented Fast Protect technology, uh, which is exclusive to Simply Safe, helps ensure that their reporting is always accurate and that they can get priority police response to your house if it is required. They also have their monitoring agents working 24-7. And like I said, 
this is a very value priced proposition. It costs less than a dollar a day, which is less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. This is a great service and I highly recommend it. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. It gives you uh, 50% off on any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. Take advantage right now. Again, that URL to uh, start your order is simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. We are closing out tonight's episode with some final thoughts on one or two extra players from another team that might be worth Winnipeg's time uh, to potentially acquire. Obviously, uh, a lot of these teams are very early in their seasons, and despite the struggles, they might not really be looking to sell quite yet. Uh, I would say probably give it a few months, and as we near the March trade deadline, you know things might start to change. But I still think the Jets could be really aggressive and help this roster out right now and maybe acquire a player or two uh, while swapping out some cap hits that maybe aren't helping the Jets as much in the present and potentially the future. Now, the last team I'm going to circle back to that I think is worth taking a look at are the Pittsburgh Penguins. They've had a really rough start to the year. Uh, This team is definitely on the wrong side of the 30s. But they've got a couple of really cool players, uh, some of whom are expiring next year. And I think the Jets should really be taking a look at Jason Zucker and Danton Heinem. Now, Zucker is one of those guys who doesn't entirely help Winnipeg's finishing issue. But this guy is like a super creative playmaker. He has been uh, a very good player when it comes to transition. And I think he brings a lot of the stuff outside of scoring that Winnipeg definitely doesn't have enough of. Uh, in terms of like an immediate top six boost, Zucker would probably be a, a guy who could slot in on the second line. Um, again, you know, the scoring rates for him have always kind of been a bit of an issue. Uh, he is a super talented player, but, you know, there are a couple of things with him. Staying healthy has been an issue uh, and just not really getting good puck luck. I mean, his shooting percentage always seems to be kind of iffy. So in terms of like finishing talent, he might not bring a lot of that. But in terms of creativity and playmaking and and play driving ability, certainly a player I would be looking at. And I think he would help the Jets a lot for, you know, the remainder of the season because he's expiring after this year. Um, That deal is going to be running out, which is nice because it's like five and a half million. Now, he does have a modified no trade clause, and I don't know what is on this list. Probably the Jets is one team, I would imagine. But you never know. He's played for a couple of teams that are more in the Western side of things. So uh, I'm not going to write it off yet. Um, but this guy being a former Minnesota player, don't know if he would want to cross the border and hit up the Jets. Heinen is a guy that the Jets were actually after originally, uh, in free agency. They apparently made him a pretty lucrative offer, but he opted to go back to Pittsburgh. Uh, doesn't seem to have worked out that well, let me tell you. Um, but Heinen for like a third line center role, I think would be a really solid option. Uh, I might actually deploy him out towards the wing because, um, right now the Jets are, are working with Gustafson and Lowry as their centers. And while I don't personally love having Lowry at 3C, I, I don't want it to be, you know, Heinen coming in and benching Gustafson because Gus has just been too good. So um, anything that would bench Gustafson, I'm not really a fan of. But Heinen has some positional versatility. He can play down the middle or out wide, and he's been a pretty solid middle six play driving uh, forward with some decent scoring rates. Again, not like a crazy, crazy player this year, but last season, I think it was with the Bruins, uh, he had a really strong uh, season. His like primary scoring rates were very high. 
Um, his his expected goal shares looking pretty darn good. So there was a lot to like in this game. I think for the Jets, he would immediately be a really nice skill boost. And again, a player that the Jets themselves were actually interested in, he probably wouldn't be too crazy and too expensive to acquire. Last year of his deal, he's signed for a million this year. So the prorated price by the time the Jets might be making a trade, probably going to be pretty cheap. Um, and I think a number of teams might be interested in him as a potential like trade option. But if he's willing to come to Winnipeg for a, a value price, I'm all for it. I think the Jets could really uh, slide him in easily. But, you know, we'll kind of wait and see. Obviously, this is very early. I'm just doing some preliminary shopping. And uh, we'll see if Winnipeg is really interested in actively improving this roster or if they're kind of like the famous Baltimore Orioles Buck Walter thing where they say, I like our guys. Always a possibility. But I'd prefer if Winnipeg maybe gets a little more ambitious this year and tries to improve the roster because the team really does deserve a shot to go deep in this playoffs, especially with Hellebuck putting up the performances that he has and any chance that you have to acquire some depth and make meaningful upgrades. I think the Jets should really be after. But I'd be curious to know what you think about the players I've suggested. Who might you be interested in either from this list or beyond? Let me know in uh, the YouTube comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Tomorrow, we'll probably have coverage of how the Jets do against the Stars. Crossing fingers for Gold Stars uh, and that it's a good performance against Dallas. I would love for the Jets to get a nice win. Even if they're at least competitive, I think that'd be nice. Um... You know, Winnipeg has already banked plenty of points, so a loss against the Stars would not be any sort of um, dishonorable thing, but it'd just be nice if the Jets are at least competitive. So we'll see how they do, but again, like I said for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It features the biggest stories of the days, uh, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and our famous take of the day. It's available in all of your favorite podcasting platforms, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe right now. And as always, thanks for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go.